0: Welcome to the recorded candidate interviews by the League of Women Voters of Portland. All the candidates running for this position in the primary election were invited to participate. We asked the candidates for the same office, the same questions, and included as many of the questions as time allowed. Hello, this is Cecilia Beckwith with the League of Women Voters of Portland. You're
1: watching the Video Voters Guide or listening to our podcast We're here today to talk with candidates uh, running in the May 17, 2022 primary election. All the candidates running for this position in the primary election were invited by the league to participate. We asked the candidates for the same office, the same questions. The number of questions asked is determined by the length of the candidates answers. In this process, we are grateful for the support of the Carol and Velma Sailing Foundation the League of Women Voters of Portland Education Fund, the Weiss Foundation, and our media partner, Metro East Community Media. With me this afternoon is Ed Baker, who's running for the Portland Commissioner Position number three. Welcome Ed.
2: Thank you, Cecilia, appreciate it.
1: Great. Please tell us a little about yourself and why you're running for this office.
2: Well, I'm a lifelong Oregonian, Uh, I am disabled. I suffer from depression, anxiety, other things that go along with that. I've found that uh, my disabilities are really enhanced a lot by what has went on in Portland, especially over the last couple of years uh, with the different Antifa, Black Lives Matter, and and different events that have went on and and have become, at times, riots and and a lot of ugliness in the city. So I wanted to Do my best to enter the race and to try to improve Portland. Uh, My situation is very unique, I think, compared to the other candidates. I have struggled with many of the same challenges that your questions today will ask about. Um, I've had addiction problems with gambling that led me to committing a felony that uh, I went to jail for in 2009. I had that on my record for. 14 years, right up until March of this year, when it was expunged. So uh, that led me to becoming homeless. And so I'm very familiar with a lot of the struggles that people are facing here in Portland. And I was able to overcome homelessness with the help of transition projects here. So it's, I think, a unique set of experiences that I think will serve the commission very well.
1: Please explain your ideas for the revitalization of the Portland downtown.
2: I want to clean the city up. I want to make it much more attractive to people that are coming here to visit, the people that are wanting to run businesses here. It's very sad. It's very embarrassing. I have people from all over the country that uh, make a joke of Portland. Uh, They, um, you know, Put pressure on me. Why? Why aren't you doing more to stop you know these things? And I'm only one person, and and so this is my way of trying to, um, you know, make an improvement to the city that I've lived in and near my whole life. Um, I want to clean up the streets. I want to get out of the way of the volunteers and the uh, great community groups that are around that would step in if asked, and if the government could step back and let them clean up our city. Um, I hate the graffiti and the, um, you know, I I don't know what you'd call the murals or or whatever they are that are often dedicated to career criminals. Um, and it's just very ugly. Also the homelessness, um, crisis and, you know, all the things that those people are going through, we need to help them.
1: The city and county collaborate through the Joint Office of Homeless Services to address the needs of unhoused individuals in our community. What measures would you recommend to more effectively meet those needs?
2: So the one thing all these homeless people have in common on the streets of Portland is that when they were in 7th or 8th grade and they looked out to the future, none of them said they wanted to be on the streets of Portland in 20, 30, 40, 60 years. And yet that is where they find themselves. I think that people give up. I think people um, have a very difficult time ever becoming self-sufficient again. I know myself, it's been a really big struggle. Um, you know, I said I had a gambling addiction and there is no bigger gamble that I have felt than myself trying to get a job and risking my housing, my subsidized housing, my food, my insurance. It is... Uh, a big risk to to do that and i think we need to find ways to help people that want to be self-sufficient we need to reach each of these people individually and learn their story let them know that people care about them and not treat this that every one of these people has mental illness or every one of these people has a substance abuse problem a lot of them do need that help but we can't go into this treating everyone with a, a broad brush um and So I'm thinking very big. I think that we need to create a place for these people to go for long-term help that has people there that can help them with everything that they need, from paperwork to applying for services to education, job skills training, uh, entertainment and recreation, food, and, and all those kinds of things.
1: What steps would you take to increase the public's trust and confidence in the Portland Police Bureau?
2: I think myself, having been somebody who was convicted of a felony and had that on my record and lost my housing because of it, uh, I'm very frustrated when people are caught red-handed, breaking the law, maybe graffiti or vandalism or uh, assaulting somebody and the charges are dropped. Um, We need to support the police. We need to help good police be able to hold uh, those who abuse their authority accountable and we need to, uh, I, th- I think that's the key. We need to be thankful for the brave men and women of the police department. And when somebody does abuse their authority, it needs to be uh, very severe consequences. But uh, I want to see them be able to do their job, have enough resources. And when somebody is caught doing something illegally, I want them held accountable.
1: What reforms do you favor in the government? Of the city of Portland, and could you explain your answer, please?
2: Yeah, I, I find it interesting. Um, you know, as I as I learn about other candidates and, and so on, that a lot of them want to see major changes to you know the the offices that they're running for. And uh, I'm somebody that that I'm good either way. I guess I'm I'm okay with the current system. Um, I believe in in working within the rules that are in in uh, play now. I think a bigger issue is who is being elected, and I think that we need candidates that are different, that are outside the box. Uh, I think that I would serve the commission very well if I'm elected uh, because, again, of my personal experiences. I'm somebody who believes in this being a a truly nonpartisan position. Now, am I a registered Republican? Yes, Uh, but most of my life I've been a non-affiliated voter. Uh, I only really registered that way for if I was going to run for something that required going through a primary and, and that kind of thing. Um, and I truly will listen to everyone in the city and try to make sure everyone has a voice. I think that's what we need more than changing um, you know, the, the way we're, we're doing things. It's the people.
1: Okay, thank you, Ed. This concludes our video voters guide and podcast interview of Ed Baker running for the Portland commissioner position number three. Election day is Tuesday, May 17th. Thank you for informing yourselves about the candidates and for exercising your right to vote. For more information on the primary election and on this race, visit our websites, which is vote411.org and lwvpdx.org.
0: Thank you very much for your interest. This interview was produced by the League of Women Voters of Portland Education Fund and Metro East Community Media. Funding was provided by the Carolyn Velma Sailing Foundation, the Weiss Foundation, Vernier Software and Technology, and the Sarah Frewing Memorial Fund. For more information on the primary election and this race, visit our websites vote411.org and lwvpdx.org Thank you for listening and for voting. Copyright 2022 by the League of Women Voters of Portland Education Fund Licensed by Creative Commons